what day are we on? We're on Wednesday, April the 15th, and it's a beautiful, warm, sunny day here in Manitoba, Canada. I was just over at the airport um, making a video uh, for Blossom's class. It was really, really fun. She's doing a right voice for you in Vancouver. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to help promote the class. So I went over and made a really fun, goofy video. And now I'm home and uh, at my desk ready to dive into an amazing conversation with Rachel Silver. Um, So welcome, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Julia. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Um, So Rachel is a certified facilitator with Access. And she's just dynamite. I'm so excited to have her on the show today. We're going to talk about reinventing yourself. And that's a topic that's definitely up in my world right now. So she picked the title, and I was like, yeah, that's such a good title. Um, Because (laughs) things are changing so fast um, in my life, and I know they are in Rachel's too. Uh, We just spent the last few weeks um, traveling and took some amazing classes with Gary Douglas and Dane here and it was just a really magical experience and now we are both in our respective homes and we're creating more and more so in reinventing ourselves so so Rachel um can you tell us a little bit about yourself Uh, sure but before that I was going to say back in our respective homes going okay um now what (laughs) 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 that's kind of what it feels like after all the classes and and it's great (laughs) totally like wow okay everything's like fuzzy around me I wonder what what I can do now So um, my name is Rachel, and it was so funny. I read your description this morning and went, oh, my goodness, I'm in mountain time now, not in central. (laughs) The hours are a little bit different than what I thought. And as I read, you wrote Northeastern Princess, and I thought, oh, that's cute. I must have reinvented myself into that at some point as well, because I didn't do Northeastern Princess except for when I was at university. (laughs) Oh, Okay. That was so funny uh, to see that. So uh, my name is Rachel. I was born in Israel who, uh, a few years ago, <laughs> and, um, and I lived there until I was almost 11 years old. So I didn't speak any English. I I was uh, living a very, you know, typical Israeli kid's kind of life uh, until I was 11, and then my parents uh, chose to move to the United States. They wanted to have more possibilities for the kids. And they picked us up and located us in Houston, Texas. And so that's where I grew up for a long, 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 long time. Um, And then from there, I ventured out to college, you know, exploring the Northeast and became sort of a Northeastern princess for a bit. And then managed to get divorced and move back to Texas for a while. And the last 10 years, I've been in Guatemala. So there's been a lot of moving and changing and reinventing with every step along the way. <laughs> right. So that was, yeah, that was where the topic was kind of interesting, not just the access classes, but, but life in general. So how right. did it get any better than that? I mean, most people have not been born in Israel, Houston, and then lived in the East Coast, and then Guatemala, and that's a pretty pretty incredible life. Yes, it's really exciting, and it's all been, you know, kind of bouncing from one thing to the next. It's not necessarily all 
planned. It wasn't actually all planned. To get to the Northeast uh, required me filling out a college application, which the only reason I filled it out is because my mother said, if you don't, you're grounded. I had my heart set, you know, totally expected to follow all my friends to the University of Texas. And uh, my uncle came in saying, oh, I found an interesting university. might be interesting for you to fill out an application. And my mom said, if you don't, I'm going to ground you, because I had said I'm not going to. So I filled it out in all crayons, all different colored crayons, just with everything, every fill-in-the-blank, every, you know, question that they asked, everything was in different colored crayons with little You're kidding me. I'm serious. They actually accepted me. Miracle, Rachel. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's a good description of being different. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I so (laughs) didn't want to go. But it wasn't being different celebrating. It was being different, like, screw you, I'm going to be ordinary over here. May I say bad words? Yes, you may. Okay, cool. (laughs) Yes, thank you. They're not really bad. They're just, you know, some people in this reality don't like them as much as I do, but I like them. (laughs) It was my way of being ordinary. Fine, I'll do it because I don't want to be grounded, but I'm going to do it my way. I can't believe you filled it out in crayons. That's amazing. And they still accepted me. I'm wondering, I would love to have seen the look on their faces when they actually opened the application. That that would have been pretty cool to see. Wow. But I went from feeling fairly, you know, confident about myself and my choices, et cetera, to, um, well, several years of living my life through somebody else's point of view. It was about three weeks into freshman year. I met who became my first husband, and he was like my first serious boyfriend, and we dated all through university, and I went from being, you know, happy-go-lucky and cheerful and everything to being probably uh, the walking dead by the time university finished and right before we got married. And that was all from not listening to myself, not asking questions, not trusting my awareness, but listening to what other people expected or demanded or assumed that I would do or be. Right. And so, yeah, I became the sweet little wife who was going to put her husband through medical school and then found out that, you know, husband was having more than one wife (laughs) and then said, "Mm, not working for me. Oh, so, yeah. So it was great for you. Wonderful. Thank you. We had a, a short, sweet, and to the point kind of a um, marriage, and then out <laughs> I went and back to Texas. And wow. I met my second husband in the hot tub of our apartment complex. So that was an adventure <laughs> in of itself. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, and, and you have two beautiful children now. Yes, I do, as Dr. Dane called them, the control freaks of the Western world. And I laughed so much because, yes, they take after their mother. (laughs) And we we were having a a great time. They um, They adore Dane in particular. They like coming to classes, you know, as long as their cousins aren't around. They love being at the classes. They love... um, a lot of the processes and the tools that I use every day just in being 
you know, being me, being around, they use and they turn. <laughs> Whenever I hear a tool coming out of their mouth and I didn't quite necessarily get myself, like if I'll be upset about something and my 8-year-old will turn around and say, Mom, that was so 10 seconds ago, so many 10 seconds ago even. I mean, come on. Then I just kind of <laughs> smile and say, oh, awesome. <laughs> They're getting something, so how does it get any better? Wow. That's pretty yeah. magical. Yes, um, it sure is. It's like I sit back and I think, what are these young kids who are doing access consciousness going to be like in, you know, 10 years? Like their whole life is going to be so different. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at you, Julia, and you're in your early 20s. I'm thinking in my early 20s, I'd managed to, you know, graduate. I was a an archaeology major, and then I managed to get married and divorced, managed, you know, <laughs> I chose it, and then I went into the wrongness of me for many, many years after that, and I literally went into the wrongness of me, and I went into a full-fledged wrongness of me, and here you are at 20-some-odd years old, and you're looking at the world through such different eyes, and you have tools in your hand that allow you to be to do, to choose, to travel, to so much more than anything most people that live around you, that be around you, would ever dream as possible. That, that You live a life that's beyond most people's dreams. And that's what I see with my kids as well. And they have tools, they're, they're hearing tools, and for them it's, you and I are choosing to go to the classes. So we right. make an active choice to do that. They're kind of getting it by osmosis or by default, you know, because I have it on my phone, on my computer. You know, I'm listening to Voice America shows. I'm listening to your shows. I'm listening to, you know, anything and everything that makes me feel wonderful. I put on the ESCs at night that Dr. Dane does that are absolutely wonderful. Um, so they get it just by being around me. And they don't see the world with the same eyes that many of the other kids do. They know their magic. They just know it. And there's other kids in the class, like if my daughter will try to say, really, I do have magical powers, the other kids will say magic isn't real. So imagine right. growing up with a point of view of magic isn't real or the point of view of I am magic. All I have to do is just ask. Ask and I receive and something changes, something shifts, something happens. I was just telling you when we began the recording that I was in a session with someone and it was pouring rain and the rainy season has sort of just began here in Guatemala and I still wasn't prepped for it because I keep expecting it to start in, in May or, or a wee bit later, at least mid-May. Um, so I was holding on to sunshine, but it, you know, it rained. And so I just asked during the session, hey, what would it take for when the session is over or close to being finished that everything just dry up and the sun come out so I can go to my car with ease? And sure enough, you know, two or three minutes before the session was over, the sun came out and everything was cleared and I was able to walk to my car with no issue and I didn't have to duck or I didn't have an umbrella with me or anything. And that's just by asking. Wow. It's so it's so magical how light and present and magnanimous the whole universe is just 
sitting around us all the time. And all we have to do is just ask it to contribute to us and ask it to change things for us. Yeah, and it's totally willing to do that. It's waiting for us. And it's us who aren't willing to be the asking ones, the choosing ones, you know, the ones yeah. who actually pitch in and, and, and ask for that contribution because the universe is there going, oh, come on, come on, come on, just a question. Just ask me anything. Yeah. And as soon as we I, do, wow. I, it shows up. I, I, I just became aware today how what we're doing is so natural and at the same time, so controversial and and revolutionary and rebellious to believe that we as mortal humans could possibly uh be immortal humanoids and and <laughs> and, and the 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 audacity that we all have to defy everything that we've ever been told to defy religion and to defy science and to defy logic, and it's just unbelievable what we're capable of, and we don't even realize the audacity that we have. It's just amazing. It's like breathing, isn't it? It's just, it's who you be. It's it's who you be through every moment, how you carry yourself, and, and, and what you be in the world is so entirely different, and it's so natural. It's just like a fish swimming in water to you because as soon as you've come to the classes, it might not have been part of your repertoire beforehand, but the moment that you began using the tools, asking how does it get me better, having your bars run, um, recognizing the difference between what's light and expansive and joyful and yummy and what's heavy and contractive and actually knowing that you know you're your own guru, right? Nobody's ever shown us that. In school, everybody says, look for the right answer. The teacher will know or the doctor will know or some other guru or expert or whatever will know. And they don't know at all what's true for us. It's so true. And, yet, and, and it's so funny. Like the whole concept of authority is like uh, it, it's just been so ingrained in everybody. And if like what like Gary says there is no authority greater than you you are the number one authority in your life and in your world and I um, have been working uh, for Blossom and Right Voice for You just a little bit in the last couple of days um, doing some graphics and things and and I keep wanting to pass everything to Blossom and say here Blossom you know what do you think about this and do you like this and she said, that's for you to decide. I didn't hire you to tell you what to do. I hired you for your awareness. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it's just so amazing to be acknowledged and encouraged for my, whatever looks magical to me is what goes out in the world. It doesn't have to be passed by anybody else. And and I, I'm just so shocked by the whole thing. I mean, I, I know that's the way that life should be, but to actually begin to experience and, and work that way, it's like, wow, this is so so fearful and exciting and amazing and magical all at the same time. Yeah, so I wonder what you're going to be creating then. 
yeah. you know, how, how phenomenal to have that open lease on life. It's like there are pictures that circulate on Facebook or on the Internet that I see, and every time I see them, I just laugh. It's these dogs running out, you know, just you see the sheer joy and thrill and enthusiasm of being alive, and it says live as if the gate is left open. So it's just like that. It's just living with total enthusiasm, full speed ahead, without this, oh, my goodness, what is this person going to think of me? And, oh, my goodness, I'm, uh, you know, for example, me moving back to Texas, I'm divorced, and these people were just in my wedding, and what are they going to think? I didn't even, uh, I don't know, take out the wedding photos or whatever. It's not caring about what other people think. It's just being who you be. And that's been a huge gift to me the past I had 10 straight days now with, with uh, you and with a whole bunch of other wonderful people and with Gary and Danielle and Dane. And the amount of space that has opened up in my world uh, from this past week is phenomenal because I no longer have to fear or worry about, am I doing it right? I didn't have to before either, but I went into the wrongness of me a little bit more often than that. Now I don't have to. It's like, you know, I'll just do this whichever way is fun for me. So what adventures am I going to have today? And what fun can I have creating whatever it is I create, whether it's deemed quote-unquote appropriate or not? If it's magical and it's fun and it's wonderful for me, that's what I'm going with. Wow. And what can that create out in the world? Wow. So I'm I'm wondering, I mean, what is can you talk a little bit about the reinvention of yourself? Because it is really what we're talking about right now. It's it's just being you and sort of going from the place where you invent yourself based on what other people think and and instead, you can reinvent yourself into who you actually were in the first place without judgment. Um, can you talk a little bit about what reinventing yourself is to you? Sure. Um, it is literally the the willingness to take off or put on anything that you would like to be at the moment. It's to indulge yourself in any experience that would be fun or different or wonderful for you. Now, in my life, for example, moving from Israel to the United States, I spoke maybe two words of English, yes, no, cowboy, something like that, was about all I knew because we sang some sort of cowboy song uh, in a class. So I didn't know the language. I, and not just the language, the mentality, the people, the way people lived was very, very different from the way we did in Israel. Um, And... You learn a lot about entraining to this reality, in this reality, right? We become what's most similar to what's around us when we would like to fit in. And we can do that, and that's a reinvention. Or we can do more of what I did when I went to university or even coming here to Guatemala. Okay, nobody really knows me here. So what would I like to choose? I may have defined myself as shy before, But here nobody knows me. They don't know my family. They don't know where I come from. They don't know uh, who I be or what I be or anything else about me. So who would I like to be today? 
And uh, Gary speaks about that kind of experience as well when he was traveling in Europe. I even uh, spent a summer in Cyprus uh, working on an archaeological excavation, and it was just like that. I could drink if I felt like it. I could dance if I feel like it. I could, you know, do whatever I desired in the square <laughs> that you know, where we were digging. I could do anything and be anything because nobody there had seen me or been with me before. So I could just literally turn over a new leaf, a new page, and just be who I chose to be at that moment. Now, in most cases, when we don't realize that we can reinvent ourselves at any point in time, we keep going back to those definitions and those limitations. Well, I'm a woman, or I'm a man, or I'm this and this age, or I have this and this income, or this and this education, and we limit ourselves with that. But what if we didn't? What else would be possible if we'd actually celebrate, hey, I'm a freaking infinite being. I can be or do or have or create or generate anything. Now, what's going to be fun for me? What's going to be joyful for me today? So who would I like to speak with? Um, Where would I like to go? What would I like to see? What language would I like to speak in, if none, you know, or any? And there's such a, you know, this space of, you know, I could, do anything. I could be an author if I so desire. I could, you know, um, speak to my friends, you know, (laughs) being interviewed. That would be so much fun too. What else could I do or be that I've never, ever dreamed of before? Can I run a clearing statement that comes up based on that? Sure. Um, So what have you made so vital about living from the past that destroys your capacity to create the future. And everybody out there, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, did that all nine pod, pox, shorts, boys, and beyond. That just came to mind. Um, But it's like, and it's amazing because with every pox and pod, we actually destroy the past. We're not only Mm -hmm. destroying what's going to what the solid future that we've been creating but we also destroy the past as well it's pretty amazing i actually i've done this a few times where if i've done something you know that i kind of that i know wasn't the greatest maybe the greatest choice that i had i'll actually destroy and create that choice and people will suddenly forget that i made that choice and treat me differently really that's pretty amazing yeah And the thing is, for everyone who's listening, you don't have to get the words perfectly, like what have you made so vital and and get – those are wonderful. They're phenomenal clearing statements. But you can also say, pock and pod everything I was yesterday. And pock and pod everything that I chose yesterday, everything I've decided or judged or, or projected that I have to be like, all of that, anything that I've done, everything I've ever decided, I just destroy and uncreate it all and then i've got a new possibility just like you said like a new choice opens up because you've erased something in the past so now you've got a whole new sheet of paper to begin with so Hmm. what are you going to create what are you going to paint on it or what are you going to draw what are you going to write how are you going to express yourself in the world wow and what do you choose to create (sighs) there's just so much 
that we never knew that we are. If that makes any sense at all. It's just amazing. Well, we have total choice. We can choose anything, regardless if we were abused, regardless if we were, um, you know, tall, short, uh, anything. We have total choice in everything. doesn't matter the color of our skin or our upbringing or religion or the way our teachers were. We have total choice in life. And how many of us truly, truly choose? Right. Yeah, it's like everything is just sort of from default or the easiest choice or the way not to get judged. Yeah, we live a life of reacting as opposed to creating because we want to avoid the things that might hurt. <laughs> no. so could, it's like, um, would you be able to talk about the difference between reaction and creation and what that looks like? It's all how you see it. Literally, I laugh about that all the time. Um, literally, the C moves from reaction in to creation. It relocates in the word. We're, on the word itself and I do graphics quite often as well so my head goes visual immediately so (laughs) it's all how you see it like with your eyes your point of view and it's also how you see it with the letter C moving around which is sorry my sense of humor I love the way that you work that's amazing (laughs) my brain works similar but different Yeah, yeah. So as my my head goes to to pictures immediately. But the thing is, you can react. Okay, somebody presses a button, and you have this automatic response system that just goes, "Okay, this button's been pressed. This is what I'm going to be like." Oh, if I'm shy, then if they say something to me, then I'm going to pull the shy response. Right? That would be reacting. Or um, when whenever something comes up. Uh, or we don't want to get hurt, or we don't want to get judged, the reaction would be, well, let me pull in, or let me just go into hiding, or whatever uh, makes me feel kind of a little more, quote-unquote, safe, which truly isn't real, because an infinite being wouldn't be safe for what reason? <laughs> so, um, that's... Can you talk about... So an infinite being wouldn't be safe. Um, I know that we talk in... a lot about safety and access, um, can you talk about how safety is a lie? Yeah, um, the biggest thing that the, the, the kind of the greatest thing that we could be is aware. Safety, we're always worried about what's going to happen or what can happen. We're being careful, okay? and we're looking at what we have to avoid or what piano might fall on our head or where the ground might open up and swallow us. We're not being aware as to okay, what's going to be most <laughs> generative and most joyful in my life right so that if there is going to be a sinkhole in one particular place i can just happen to not be there right i could be enjoying a class somewhere else around the world or you know being somewhere different or i could be on a totally other street when somebody's being um you know in a car accident or there's a huge pileup or whatever the case is i'm aware and i don't i don't have to give a logic or a reason or justification for it, it doesn't work that way. It's not, oh, well, it's reasonable to take this particular shortcut. No, if it doesn't feel light to go that way, if you don't perceive it as more expansive in your world, go the other way. (laughs) The one that does feel more tingly and light and yummy because that's the way that's more suitable for you. That's the way you're actually creating your life. 
whether it's the path that you take or the project, like when you invited me to be on a call with you. That just felt so tingly and yummy and joyful and fun. So I said, hell yes, Julia, that would be great. (laughs) Those are the hell yes moments of life, you know, this, oh, yeah, I'll have that. Oh, that's that's wonderful. I'll have that. Not this, oh, well, I should. And living a life with with uh, this, oh, I should be careful when I walk out at night. Well, maybe walking right. out at night is totally fine. And you can enjoy the fresh air and it can add to your creativity. But be aware where you are, you know, what's, a, it, you're always, when you're aware, you're always aware of what's around you. That's why nobody can really get you when you're truly, truly being aware. When you're being unaware is when you make yourself stupid and all sorts of things can can be created that they're not so much fun for you or your body or your life. Right. right. And, and that would be living in reaction, okay? That would be going to to react to get out of wherever I haven't been aware. Right. So really um, most people have been taught to live their lives entirely from the reaction to different things. Yes, very much so. Uh, Not just in reaction, but according to rules and regulations where you don't even get to react. You just have to be mandated to act a particular way. There's been a lot of that, and there's no creativity in that. It's not having the choice. So if we're going to clearing statements, there was one in the Level 3 manual that I was just going through this morning that I really, really liked. Um, What have you made so vital about never possessing the phenomenons of total choice that keeps you in the wrongness of you. Ooh, baby. Yeah. Everything (laughs) that is times a godzillion. We destroy and create it all. Yes, I definitely will. Shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I think that's a lot of it. It's total choice. Total choice. So who are you going to invent yourself as today? If you could choose anything, who would you be? If you could create anything, what would you choose to create? If you could speak to anyone, who would you choose to speak with? And it all it all boils down to choosing. And it's not the choice for forever, or as Gary calls it, the Lord of the Rings choice. You know? <laughs> the choice <laughs> for all other choices. Yeah, the one choice that rules them all. No, it's not that. It's just choose. Okay, that didn't work. You know, you open the door, there was a lion roaring behind it. Okay, shut it. (laughs) Choose another door. (laughs) Choose something else. What else is going to work? I love the way that your brain works. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You go into my brain, you might never come out alive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, happiness, you know, everybody's searching for happiness, and happiness is just a choice. And happiness comes from making choices, making choices for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I have a clearing on that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I like clearings. Okay, so this one is, what have you made so vital to possess that you would give up all happiness in order to sustain it? And everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Hell yes. Right, wrong, good, that, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyond. I just had to throw that one in there. (laughs) 
Oh, that's a yummy one. Because that's it. That's giving up choosing to sustain somebody else's point of view. That's right. giving up living our life and how we like to create ourselves because somebody else might be, quote, unquote, right. So right. what would it take to recognize that there's no right, there's no wrong, there's just us and whatever's going on, whatever the things are, whatever they are, and just say, okay, so what's, what is this? What else can I choose? Wow. Gary spoke a lot about um, the language of this reality in, in the right body class that we just did with him. Right. And it's right. interesting because we had the class for three days and he began speaking about it in day one. And my brain immediately went to language. Oh, Espanol, Inglés, you know, Hebreo. I, I'm thinking of all these Hebrew, Spanish, English. That it, it went to that language. But really what it boils down to is the language of reality and what other people say is real and true that we keep buying into. So what if we've never never have to live in the language of this reality and can totally choose to create beyond it. So what language of creativity, of joy, of happiness, and of possibility could we be that would give us the happiness and the joy and the magic that we we truly be? And wow. anything that doesn't allow that with ease can we destroy and uncreate it all. Absolutely. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And in this reality, it's really interesting because people literally speak about, well, you're not being realistic. Have you heard that once or twice, Julia? Oh, no, nobody's ever told me that I'm unrealistic or that I shoot too high. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Who do you think you are kind of thing, right? Yeah. So what if we could really live the life of who do we think we are? What if we could create who we think we are at any moment? (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. That's such a strong energy. Who do you think you are? I I didn't even realize. And I, I mean, I've got a lot of that in my life. And it's kind of neat to, to look at that from a different perspective. It's like, oh, who do, I, who do I think I am, actually? Yeah. Who and am how can I? I turn it up even more? And how much fun <laughs> could I have with it? Yeah. <laughs> so anything that doesn't allow you to really enjoy <laughs> all of that and everything that it brings up in and around people and be totally willing to receive it, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yeah. yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because in this reality, quote-unquote, um, people say it's good to be humble, to keep your head down, to to not make waves. Right. Right. And and, how are we going to change stay... anything? Exactly. <laughs> how are the great works of art made? How has the world changed? How are you know all the the scientific phenomenal innovations that have been made? They don't get made by people going, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Whoa. The only way that we can create more is to be willing to be judged also for being us and to be us and to keep exploring and keep pushing the envelope. And who says there's an envelope? (laughs) What if we could create us beyond the envelope? (laughs) 
Totally. So let's destroy and uncreate all of our envelopes. There you go. And any boxes and any other, you know, self-containment apparatuses and anything else. <laughs> Glass totally. ceilings, straight jackets. <laughs> there you go. Everything that is. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, and all wow. the images and the identities that we've worn, you know, saying that we have to be, you know, whatever our religion is or whatever country we're from or however way it's done here or whatever it is, everywhere that we've bought into any of those lies, can we just, and, and any of the alphabet soup and the apple pie soup and all that stuff that's connected to it, that's keeping us stuck there, can we destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion? Yeah. You. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Um, I'm, I'm pulling out a clearing here. How many of you have been told you can't know true happiness if you don't know true misery? Ooh, <laughs> that you can't appreciate the light without the dark. Ouch. Yay, <laughs> and everything, everything that is. That is. <laughs> Can I be your pock and pod woman? Yes, please. <laughs> will you destroy and then create it all? Right, yes, wrong, I will. good, bad, puck and pod, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, here, these, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, these ones are amazing. I'm just going to pull out a couple more, if that's okay. Sure. Okay, so what have you made so vital about never possessing happiness? That allows you to create the misery, the cancer, the upset, the trauma, the drama, the relationship, the soap opera life, the telenovela life, and the melodramatic you are choosing. Everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and create it all? Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. The pocking and potting. (laughs) Yay. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pod, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Wow. Um, and so those of you who are reveling in your misery, so you can be just like the humans you don't like, who don't like you, will you destroy and uncreate it all? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, right, Rock is that all nice talk talk. And beyond. Oh, wow. So what energy, space, and consciousness can we be that would allow us to be do have, create, and generate any magic that we'd like to be with total ease. Wow. And anything that doesn't allow that times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it all. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So where are we unwilling to be the phenomenons that we truly be? Wow. Yikes. That's energy. Yeah, oh my goodness. And everything that is... Can we destroy and uncreate it all? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. That's a and big that's, one. I'm actually just starting to get what phenomenons actually is. Like, it is that, like, the way that your brain works, Rachel. Like, you know, a piano falling <laughs> on your head. And and the, the glass, you said some, and the, 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 the reaction and the creation and, and just those little things that make you who you are, like, that is phenomenon. Yeah. 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 Like, what's it going to take for every single part of us to come out and be the total phenomenon that we truly be? 
Yeah, and anything that doesn't allow that can we destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. That's what's so cool. Really, that's what's so cool. It's the gift and the magnificence when we're willing to be present and totally there in our lives and be all of us. That's the silly, amazing stuff that might seem, you know, like, oh, just a... That's just the way my brain works. Doesn't everybody's brain work that way? <laughs> but it changes nope. things in other people's worlds. Yeah, nope, and it doesn't. And not everybody wears a, a feathery hair deal like you did the other day in class and, and actually, you know, just glory in it. And that's the thing. That's the glory, that, that willingness to revel in our life, just enjoying it immensely, all of it. And I love that. I love the me that I'm becoming because I haven't become it already. I'm becoming it every day and with every choice. And and I've gotten that with the tools of access. And that's been so phenomenal and such an invitation. And to see you and to see, you know, so many of our friends, you know, that come to the classes and I remember what some of us were like a couple of years ago and then, you know, we see ourselves, you know, through different classes and we be so much more of who we be and a lot more easygoing, a lot more laid back, a lot more enjoying life and being ourselves and recognizing the gift and that magnificence that we truly be. And that's what the universe, that magnificent, magnanimous universe that you were speaking of that totally, totally has our back and would so love to support us, that's what it's looking for. Is not looking for us to bash ourselves over our heads, though if we do that, it'll give us that also. Right. But it's looking to, you know, tickle us and have some fun with us when we're willing to be the gift that we be. I mean, that's why we showed up. Totally. We showed up to make a difference in the world. You know, Gary Douglas was talking to me during a, the Deal and Deliver call, and he said, he, what did he say? He said to me, you don't even want to know how much the universe wants to have your back and what it will do for you once you let it have your back. Yeah. And I was like, seriously? (laughs) And it's amazing and it's completely true. Whenever I trust myself and trust my questions and trust the universe, miracles just are brought and shown and created and chosen beyond anything I could have ever imagined. And it's so easy and it's so light. And there's not this struggle and having to figure things out anymore. It's following your awareness, following that yummy, tingly, fun energy. And then all this stuff that you've only been, you know, working and sweating, you know, if there's no blood, sweat, and tears, then it's not worthwhile, and all this stuff they teach in school about hard work makes luck and all this kind of stuff, no no pain, no gain, is such baloney. It's <laughs> true, it's such baloney. <laughs> it is. It's a total crock of poop, and we keep eating it, thinking that it's so real, and it's not. <laughs> well, it's one totally day, once not. we put enough sugar on our poop, it's going to taste good, Rachel. <laughs> I will not eat that shit cake no more, baby. 
That is so much fun. Um, can, I, can I do a few more clearings? I'm just this. I'm finding so much magic in this book right now. Okay, cool. All right. So what energy, space, and consciousness can I be, can you be, can we all be, to create a reality beyond this reality with total ease? Total ease. <laughs> Anything that doesn't allow that times a godzillion, will you destroy and create it all? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everything that you've done to incarcerate you into the limitations of this reality, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Cool, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Cool. And what energy, space, and consciousness uh, can my body, can you and your bodies be that would allow you to create a physiological reality beyond this reality with total ease? And everything that doesn't allow that, times a godzillion, can we destroy it and create it all? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what else is possible beyond anything we've ever considered? And anything that doesn't allow that, times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that's the thing. Things don't have to be considered and weighed and measured and all that. They just Is it light? Is it joyful? Is it what I'd like to be in this 10 seconds? I can be a bitch and I can be really kind and I can be really um, loud and I can be really quiet and I can be really grumpy and I can sing and I can dance and I can write and I can just sleep and I can do whatever it is that I'd like to do or be. You know, I can be an author. I can, you know, be like a kid again and just go play outside and or lay on the grass and, you know, watch the little seeds fluttering down from the flowers nearby or, you know, lay down on my back and look at the clouds or invite people to a coffee and change the world or say hello to them at the grocery store with a smile on my face and greeting someone like the cashier by name. Who does that in this reality? <laughs> Not that many people. So who do we choose to be at every point in time? Wow. And it is literally just a point in time. And then the next point, now what? And if you fall flat on your face and it doesn't seem to be working so well, so get up, dust yourself off and go, okay, now what am I going to create? Now what would I like to choose? Right. And play with that. The willingness to fail has been the most incredible. It's been so sobering and so painful and such a, a magical gift to be willing to fall flat on my face and be willing to maybe sob for a minute. The sobbing becomes less and less as time goes on and dust yes. yourself off and go, huh. What can I create now? What else can I do? What else is possible? Yeah, and even one of my favorites is how can I outcreate myself today? Okay, That's so this is what one. I've done up to now. Now what would I like to do? What will be fun for me? Well, how can I outcreate myself today and, and then tomorrow and then every other day? I keep asking <laughs> that. <laughs> and um, failure is... Really, just another way you haven't gotten what you'd like to get. But if you give up or you give in, how, how does Gary say? He says, never give up, never give in, never quit, right? So if we give up and if we quit, then what? The world just loses out on your gift. 
on the gift that we be in the world. So what if we didn't do that? What if we just say, okay, dust myself off, uh, maybe wash off some of the blood if I happen to get any of that on, and now what? Now what am I going to do? That was a silly choice. I wasn't being very aware there. So now what can I choose? <laughs> um, I, one time <laughs> one time, I was doing this class, and it was one of my first intro nights that I ever did, and it was from a meetup group, a spirituality meetup group. And... <laughs> okay. And 40 people came. Cool. (laughs) I couldn't speak. I couldn't put two words together. I didn't know how to talk. I didn't know what to say. I was just standing up at the room in front of these 40, uh, 80 eyes. (laughs) And and I couldn't say anything. And there was one point in in the beginning of the talk when I thought, if I just run out of the room, and get into my car and drive away and just leave everybody sitting there in the chairs, how badly will that affect me? (laughs) 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 But instead, I stood there and I kept talking and, and I actually changed a couple people's realities and you even came to foundation in level one and many other I'll never hear from again. But it was pretty incredible what it created and how painful and difficult it it was, or I made it. Or I, it's all a choice. But it's like if you're willing to fail, the most magical things can be created. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. And I've... I've had that too. That's why this this afternoon when we got on the call, I asked you, what energy, space, and consciousness can we be to screw this up and have so much fun while we're doing it? I can't remember the exact words I used, but it was something along those lines, to be totally to be willing to fail. Because if we're willing to fail, we don't have those high standards that we hold ourselves to. We can just enjoy the process, whatever it is. And I remember very well, very, very well being in front of many, many eyes and, you know, doing my first access classes and just wondering, am I screwing this up? Am I, you know, doing this okay? I don't remember what I'm, what's my name again? But it worked out just fine. And yes, several people's realities have changed and many, many people's realities have changed by, you know, various classes or various clearings or reading my posts, people came up to me in classes this past week and said, wow, I'm so grateful for the things that you post in Facebook and and the things that you write. And I'm like, seriously, somebody reads them? Wow, how cool is that? (laughs) And it's, yeah, like that's, I was willing to be me and just say something or write something that meant something to me that was fun for me at that moment. And if it contributes to just one other person's life, well, first of all, that person's me. But then beyond that, if one other person sees it or reads it or gets touched by it in any way, shape, or form, I'm a success. I've already changed a reality. So, my dear Julia, you've touched lots of people's lives. You're very, very successful. So no need to run out of any room. Well, unless you'd wow. like everybody to run right after you. that's a very cool thing to say (laughs) 
<laughs> when you're willing to be that invitation, you can't shake them off. We're going to keep being with you. We like you, Julia. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> you are welcome, my dear friend. <laughs> like that. <laughs> And and the the other thing is being willing to do whatever it takes. You know, like you standing up in front of all those people and and having all those eyes put on you with whatever expectation they may have had, and they usually start out with some sort of expectation, and you were willing to do whatever it took anyway, even if it was just, okay, what's the next word that's going to land in my brain to say? Okay, that's the next word, and it comes out. However way it works out. And notice with time, it's become far easier and far easier because you've been willing to trust yourself and you've been willing to follow the energy and see where it goes and it's been easier and more fun and more fun the more you've done it, the more you've been willing to be you and not have to deal with whatever it is that other people expect. All right, they expect that, great, good for them. (laughs) What am I going (laughs) to have fun with? You know, what's going to be ease and joy for me? Right. Hmm. Like Gary Rachel, in the class title. You're awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So are you, Julia. I have fun with you. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. Oh, what were you saying about Gary in the class? Oh, the class titles. Remember when somebody asked him, oh, that would be a great class title. And he says, yeah, I, I give whatever title I think people are going to come to the class for. And then I give them consciousness. And it can look whatever way it's required based on, you know, the questions and the issues that people bring to class. But he gives what he'd like to give. The title is this, like, teaser, you know, this little thing to dangle in front of people. But it's not necessarily all they get. So what are you willing to deliver? And are you willing to do whatever it takes to create a whole new phenomenal reality totally beyond this reality? Hmm. And anything that doesn't allow that will you destroy and then create it all. Absolutely. Cool. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, pod, shorts, boys and beyonds. And with my kids, for example, uh, they go to school, and it's a very traditional kind of a school. You know, all the rules and regulations and the teachers and the you sit around and, you know, on the carpet and everybody's in their own squares and your knees can't touch anybody else's knees and you're you know, just typical kind of strict school. And I tell my kids, That's the reality of school. It doesn't have to be your reality. You never have to buy that as real. You're you regardless. While you're in school, you may have to play by those rules or give the teachers or the administrators, whatever, whatever it is that they're expecting or desiring. But just know that that's not really who you be. Hmm. And you're magic wherever it is that you go. beautiful. I, yeah. I feel like we we should transcribe this conversation because there's just so much magic here. Thanks for being on today. You are welcome. You are so welcome. And thank you, thank you, thank you for inviting me. Awesome. And thank you everybody else for joining us and um, for coming to play. It's a pretty magical world and a magical life we can have if we're willing to choose it. All right, until next week, everybody. Thanks, Rachel. Bye, everybody. You're welcome. (laughs) Bye.